Do you feel that during the holiday season, your anxiety just really kicks in and revs up? Do you feel like all the expectations that others have of you to be in certain parties, certain gatherings, see family that you haven't seen in a long time, being for hours in the same environment as others, to have dinner, to do presents, to do all the things, to shop for gifts, to have all the small talk conversations that others do, to socialize, to be around others, and to do all the things that others seem to be doing so comfortably, yet to you it feels a little bit like it's extra work and not just extra work, but it actually causes some anxiety. Yet at the same time, you want to be in the holiday spirit. You want to connect with others. You want to have a good time. You love the season, but you would really like to enjoy this holiday season without this anxiety. Well, if that's you, my friend, then this video is for you. I'm going to share my eight tips to deal with social anxiety during the holidays. So let's do it. I'm Lita Sportel, licensed psychotherapist and functional health practitioner, and I'm here to share with you mind, body, spirit, inspirations, practical steps, and life-changing tools to help you break free. So you don't have to spend the amount of time, money, and effort that I did to save my own life and to create the life that I always dreamed of. It was a couple of decades ago that the doctors told me I had three to six months to live. And yes, it took a terminal cancer diagnosis for me to wake up to the miracles that are really possible. I not only healed myself and broke free from what was holding me back, but I also found my place in the world, my calling, my purpose. I created the whole Wellness Method show and podcast to share with you the tips, tools, and topics that can help you do the same. If you're a sensitive soul, empath, introvert, healer, coach, people pleaser, or perfectionist who's looking to break free and heal, define your vision and create your purpose so that you can inspire others while making money, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Let's get started now and talk about how to deal with social anxiety during the holidays. Okay, so the first way to deal with social anxiety during the holidays is to have awareness. Know thyself. Meaning, if you're dealing with the actual signs and symptoms of social anxiety, it is very important that you actually know what it is that you're dealing with. So a lot of us, and I'll speak from my personal experience, for years upon years, I was dealing with some of these signs and some of the symptoms of social anxiety, but I didn't know what was happening to me. I just felt very different from others. I just felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like I was crazy. I was comparing myself to others. I was trying to be like others. And the whole thing was that I really couldn't understand myself. I couldn't understand what was happening to me and what it was that I was dealing with. So I'm not saying to go and diagnose ourselves and say, oh, I have social anxiety or whatever it is. Because again, I'm not about pathologizing and putting labels on ourselves. But what I am talking about is to have the awareness when I'm noticing certain signs and certain behaviors that I have and certain reactions that I have and certain anxieties and certain expressions of anxiety that I have to understand myself in that moment and say, okay, how can I be gentle with myself right now? Because I am dealing with some of the signs of social anxiety. And by the way, if you don't know what are the signs of social anxiety, 
I would encourage you to go and check out my previous video that I did on all the signs of social anxiety. And by watching this video, it would really, really help you to understand what I'm talking about here by raising awareness and being gentle with yourself. So I will put the link to this other video here below in the description so you can go and watch that after you're done with this video. So again, this first step is awareness, awareness of the symptoms, of the signs, of the things that we're experiencing, of our emotions, and then gentleness with ourselves, the non-judgmental self-compassion that we are all seeking for. That's what we really want to reinforce to help ourselves through this experience during the holidays especially. The second tip to overcome social anxiety during the holidays is to really recognize those negative thoughts that are circulating in our minds and to replace them with the thoughts that we really want to have. So I'm going to share with you some of the common negative thoughts that people I've worked with and people that I've talked to that are dealing with social anxiety have. And then I'm also going to share with you my favorite affirmations and positive statements that you can use and repeat to yourself over and over again, especially as you are in these social situations that can really help you replace those negative thoughts. So let me mention some of those common negative thoughts that you might be experiencing. Parties make me nervous. I get so anxious in social situations. What's wrong with me? I am so awkward. Everyone can see how shy I am. I hate meeting new people. It's scary meeting new people. Crowds make me feel uncomfortable. It's just easier for me to avoid people, especially those I've never met before. I have trouble keeping in touch with people. Others are judging me. People don't like me. I'm not interesting enough. I'm boring. They will notice that I'm blushing, that I'm trembling, and that I'm sweating. They will judge me that I'm very uncomfortable. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not interesting enough. Others don't like talking to me. They prefer talking to others who are smarter than me or more interesting than me. Nobody likes me. I'm worthless. I'm a failure. Okay, enough is enough. These are the thoughts that we really don't want to allow ourselves to think for long periods of time. In fact, we want to become aware of them and then we want to quickly replace them. Because the more we dwell on these thoughts, the more they become our reality. And we know how energy works. Where we place our attention on, that's what we amplify. That's where energy flows. So if energy flows where I put my attention on and my attention is on that I'm worthless and not interesting enough and that people don't like me and are judging me, that means that this will become my reality. I'm going to amplify it subconsciously, of course. I'm not intending to do that. But I end up feeling and getting trapped in this vicious cycle of really having social interactions that don't serve me. So let's replace all that with positive affirmations. And I have a little gift for you. I will create a separate video filled with positive affirmations and a beautiful music on the background specifically for social anxiety that you can play anytime you want and it can really help rewire the brain. But let me share some of these affirmations here. It is safe for me to be my authentic self. I choose authenticity over perfection. I let go of all expectations that I have of myself or of others. I am enough just as I am. I am way stronger and smarter and interesting than I realize. I have the courage to be seen. I am proud of myself for showing up. I have the power to overcome social anxiety, fear of judgment, self-doubt, 
worry, and fears. My confidence grows every single day. It's okay for me to feel anxious. I can be gentle and loving with myself as I experience anxiety. I am always embraced and welcomed when I walk into a room. I rise above my insecurities. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I give myself permission to walk away and use the techniques that will help me. I'm grateful for all the love that I share and I give and I receive from others. The universe is supporting me for my highest and best expression. I am grateful for my courageous heart to step outside my comfort zone and to grow and expand in new ways. I surrender to my higher self's guidance and I invite trust, grace, and ease into my life. So I hope you're enjoying these positive affirmations. There are a lot more that I have compiled specifically for social anxiety. And like I mentioned, they will all be in the separate video with this nice, beautiful music that you can play anytime. Even before the party, during the party, if you go to the bathroom, you can quickly play those affirmations or anytime you need to. And speaking about things that you can do before the party or during the party, let's get to our third tip, which is one of my favorites. And it's a technique that I'm using with my clients. I've been using it for many years and it works really powerfully, especially with anxiety, all forms of anxiety. And now we're specifically talking about social anxiety. So what is this technique? It's called emotional freedom technique. And it's a technique where we're tapping, we're lightly tapping on specific points that are connected to certain meridian points in our bodies as we're saying certain statements using positive affirmations and specifically positive psychology statements that can help us process emotions of anxiety and replace them with emotions and the energy that we actually want to experience and that we want to have. So I'm showing you right now as I'm talking, I'm showing you the points, but what I want to encourage you to do is also check out my other video that I have done on emotional freedom technique and I'm taking you specifically through a specific script that I have compiled and that is very, very effective for social anxiety. It's very short, so you can do it right before a gathering, right before a situation that can trigger some of the social anxiety. You can also do it uh, while the gathering is happening. You can go in the bathroom and quickly practice it. You can do it after an event, or you can do it anytime that you're experiencing any of these emotions. So again, it's a very powerful technique. It combines the Western psychology with the Eastern philosophies in acupressure. And it's under the umbrella of energy psychology, which I really, really love because energy psychology can go straight into the core of the issue, can really help cleanse the body from things that have been stored in there for a long, long time, including emotions that have been like energy in motion. Emotion is an energy in motion. But when we're experiencing it over and over again, it means it has been stuck somewhere in the body. So by tapping on specific points and following my lead in repeating certain statements, this can really help shift the body in so many different ways. And it can tremendously help with social anxiety. And again, it is something that you can use anytime you need to. So that was tip number three. The fourth tip that I have for you is really about preparing for certain conversations. What do I mean by that? I mean that before a gathering that potentially is bringing up some anxious emotions for you, think about some conversations that you would like to have. 
What are some topics that you love to talk about? And think about those. You can even jot down some notes and walk into the family gathering or whatever social gathering is going to happen during the holidays or during whenever and walk into that with the intention that you would like to discuss about some of these topics. And of course, I don't mean to go and jump into these topics out of nowhere and without any connection to what's been talked about already. But it can really help you feel more confident when you have kind of prepared about certain conversations, you feel like you know a couple of things about certain things that you would like to share and discuss with others. Even if that really is about small talk, it doesn't have to be like the super deep topic that you can discuss with others. I personally really love deep discussions and conversations. But I also realized that not everyone wants to go there with me. So if I'm going to be in an environment with people that I kind of already know they prefer small talk over the deeper conversations that I like, then I kind of prepare and I kind of think about certain things that I would like to talk about or certain things that are going on in my life that I might be more comfortable sharing that are not necessarily these deep discussions. Perhaps you're like me and you feel more comfortable having these one-on-one deeper discussions. But then you know again that some people just don't go there. So think about some more small talk conversations that you would like to have and then walk into these situations with the confidence to bring up these topics and to have these conversations. And another thing I want to say about this is listening to others and then giving them compliments is always a nice icebreaker. Again, especially for us that might be a little more introverted and those of us who don't love to talk about ourselves all the time. So one of the things that I do a lot is I ask questions, I listen, I give compliments to others, I express my gratitude, and then when the time feels right, I share a little bit about me too. It used to bother me a lot that people wouldn't ask me about myself so much, but now I realize that I have the relationships that I want to have that feel more mutual, and the ones that are going to stay more on the surface level, I don't necessarily need or expect anything from them. I can just show up, be myself, and feel grateful just by being there with them. So that was tip number four. A quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by the program Break Free Empaths, a 21-day online program created for empaths by empaths. This program was born from a collaboration of the minds and hearts of Gilly Henson and myself, Lita Sportel. We each found ourselves at many points in our lives in the midst of struggle and confusion, living in a world that has long mislabeled empaths as being overly sensitive shy, or aloof people. It had become apparent that the labels once placed on us were outdated and actually not accurate. We both realized that the time had now come for compassion to rise up and to no longer see our intuitive abilities and sensitivities as a weakness, but as a much-needed strength in this world. This online course is designed to help sensitive, intuitive, compassionate souls like you break free from labels, emotions, and beliefs that no longer serve you, and bring unity to your gifts. We're bringing our combined experience, tools, and practical steps to empower empaths to show up as they are and who they are. Not sure if you are an empath? Take the free online quiz to find out if you are an empath and to what degree, and to see if the program Break Free Empaths is your next step towards the brave new you. Now let's get back to the episode. Tip number five is to really give yourself a role. And the role could be, I'm going to be playing with the kids. I love playing with kids and kids have no judgment. 
They are not there to judge you. They don't have any expectations from you. They're just enjoying themselves. So just being around that energy and interacting with kids can really help ease some of that anxiety, can help you feel more like yourself, can help you tap into your inner child, which I love to talk about. And I love to encourage others to tap into their inner child and let yourself be loose. Let yourself be silly with them. That can really, really help. Another role that you can take is to go and help the host. Whoever the host is of the party or of the gathering, you can go and help them out and make yourself feel generous, grateful, giving, loving. All these things, again, can help ease some of that social anxiety. Are they getting straight to the core of social anxiety and uprooting it? No, but there are ways to cope with these situations while at the same time we're doing the inner work to help to soothe and completely eliminate the social anxiety, which is a journey. Speaking about it being a journey, I want to share with you now the sixth tip that I have for social anxiety, and that is to really deal with perfectionism and people-pleasing tendencies. And I have to say, that was me. I am a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. One of the things that I was really struggling with, and I know a lot of my clients that are identifying as a perfectionist or a people pleaser are struggling with, is the sense that they have to be perfect or they have to live up to a certain standard that others have of them or that they think others have of them. And they feel like they can't meet that standard because they're down here. And others expect them to be like this other person or expect them to be further along in life or to have this education or to have this certain level of success or money or relationship or whatever it is. And because they don't feel that they're there, they end up being really hard on themselves. And one of the things that the perfectionistic mind is doing is that it's all or nothing. It's like I'm either going to live up to this standard or I'm nothing. Either I'm a failure, complete failure, or I have to be perfect and be like this. And there's no gray area of I'm on a journey to growing and becoming more of who I want to be. So that's a whole separate conversation. It's a whole series of videos on perfectionism. What I do want to say here is try to give yourself some grace. Give yourself some gentleness, some grace some freedom to just be you just as you are right now, not who you think you need to be, not who you think others want you to be, not comparing yourself and looking at how others are and trying to be like others. And trust me, this is coming from a person that tried for years upon years to fit in, to be like others. I put myself down so, so much. My body broke down so many times because I was putting so much pressure on myself to be someone I'm not. And I had to learn it the hard way, that we have to learn the self-love. We have to give ourselves some grace. We have to give permission to ourselves to be on a journey of self-growth as long as it takes. And no, we're not perfect. And that is perfect. It's perfect that we're not perfect. And so easing up a little bit on that perfectionism can really help with social anxiety. And in terms of the people-pleasing that I mentioned, that's a whole other thing that can really trigger social anxiety because we want others to approve of us. We want others to like us and we're very afraid of fear of judgment. We're very afraid that others will notice that we are uncomfortable, that others will notice that we have social anxiety, that we will be embarrassed. That's one of the hallmark signs of social anxiety is that I will be embarrassed, I will be scrutinized, I will be judged. 
And we're terrified about that. Why? Because we want others to like us. We want others' approval. We want to please others. We want to give others what they want and what they expect of us. But what if we let all that go? And what if we set some boundaries? What if we said no? What if we said no, that's not me? What if we said no, I'm sorry, I can't do that? What if we started setting boundaries around this is who I am and this is who you are and it's okay that we have our differences. In our oneness, in the oneness of the universe, it's okay that in physical form we have our differences. We have different preferences. We like different things. We socialize different ways. We have different conversations. We speak differently. And that is okay. So setting some boundaries is very important for perfectionism and for people pleasing. And that was my sixth tip. And we're almost there. We've got two more. The seventh tip is really very much connected to this previous one. And that is let go of fear of judgment. This is a big one and something that I've been carrying for many years. Very, very much afraid of what others will think of me. Very afraid that others will judge me, and not just judge me, but that they will leave. They will abandon me. They will not want to be my friends or whatever. And I had such big fear of abandonment that I would end up keeping relationships that were really not serving me. And I would become this chameleon and become this person that others wanted me to be, but I was really not being true to who I was. And that's all because I was so afraid of judgment and abandonment. So I encourage you to start letting go of some of that, surrendering control, saying to the universe, I don't know what's best for me, show me, guide me. And I release control, I release the need to be perfect, I release the need to have others like me, I release the fear of abandonment, I release the fear of judgment. Which takes me all straight to the eighth and final tip for the day, and that is surrender it all to your higher self. Surrender it all to the divine, to God, to spirit, to the universe, whatever word you want to use here. Open up your hands and say, I surrender, help me, show me the way. When you feel all those signs and symptoms of social anxiety kick in and you feel like you're really trying to control things and you're spinning in your head, thinking about all the things that could go wrong, stressing out. Just let go and surrender and say, higher self, universe, God, whatever word you want to use here again, guide me, show me the way, take the wheel. You'll be amazed at the inspiration that comes through when you do that. You'll be amazed at the confidence that you all of a sudden have, that it almost feels like it's not even your confidence. You can sense this is your higher self's confidence. Your higher self is always confident. Your higher self doesn't have any social anxiety. So tap into that confidence. Don't listen to the ego self and all those negative thoughts. Listen to your higher self that knows what's best for you, that knows what's best for everyone involved, and not only knows what to say and when to say it, but has some pretty amazing things to share. And people want to hear you. People want to feel that other level of communication, that other level of experience, that other level of energy. So when you tap into your higher self, you're bringing through a different level of energy. And that not only transmutes social anxiety, but it now really makes you your true, authentic self. And now it's not about how others see you, but it's about you seeing you in the light of who you truly are. So these were my eight tips to deal with social anxiety, especially during the holidays, but really any time during the year. So dear friend, let me know in the comments, did you resonate with any of this? 
Which tip are you going to use? Let me know. Which of the eight tips were your favorite and which one are you going to practice? I want to know in the comments. And if you haven't done so already, I would love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel and also hit the bell button so you can get notified every time I post a new video. It was an honor having this conversation with you. I hope you find it helpful. Let me know how you do next time you're in a social situation. And also, as I promised, there's a freebie, a free download for you to access my nine favorite ways to deal with anxiety. I give you specific strategies and techniques and you can download that for free. I will put that in the description below. And until I see you next time, leaving you in whole wellness. Bye-bye. Wow, was this episode good or what? I really hope you have enjoyed it and I hope that it gave you what you were looking for. I really enjoy having these conversations and sharing them with you, so I hope you do too. All the links mentioned inside the episode, you can find them in the show notes, so go and check those out. And also, please subscribe to the Whole Wellness Method show if you haven't done so already. That way, you can get notifications for all new episodes and some bonus episodes that I will be adding down the line. I can't wait to see you next time.